Welcome to The Healing Cocoon. I'm Jacoby Gray, soul alignment and success coach and energy healer, which means I can intuit the subtle layers of your energy field to promote ultimate health and well-being. My goal for this podcast is to shed light on the healing journey itself and help you feel more supported as you embark on the process of unpacking your past to consciously create your present and start living the life of your dreams. Through the study of coaching, kinesiology, holographic kinetics, meditation, Reiki, the chakra system, and many other modalities, I've learned how to release the blocks that were holding me back. Now I'd love to help you do the same. By embarking on your own self-healing process, you'll see the world transforming around you in ways you never thought possible. You'll begin to experience more connection, clarity, love, fulfillment, synchronicity and success than you've ever had before. So welcome to the Ascension. Hello beautiful humans and welcome back to the Healing Cocoon podcast. It's Friday so we're doing another metamorphosis chat and today is the fourth episode in a seven-part series. Uh, We're basically going through the chakra system and I'm explaining a little bit about each chakra, its three main attributes and kind of just giving you an overview of how they impact your life. So our chakras are these balls of energy um, they're often referred to as spinning discs um, and they're based from our tailbone up to the top of our head along our spine predominantly but if you focus during meditation um, or even just in everyday life when you have a spare moment on the position of the chakra where it would reside in the body corresponding to the placement where you would see it on the spine you also um, it's the attuning to that space mentally emotionally physically that allows you to start to understand more about how your chakras are either balanced or imbalanced or even blocked in some cases how that's impacting you energetically and how you can heal that so the root chakra we talked about is situated at the base of the tailbone and the sacral chakra is at the sacrum and the solar plexus is at the space below where your ribs meet where your sternum meets sort of your stomach area and the heart number four I probably don't need to tell you where it is but it's in the chest area Um, The heart itself, the corresponding organ, is slightly to the left in between the lungs, but the heart takes up, you could say, that that whole space of your chest. Um, And your heart is like a transmitter for giving and receiving love. All our chakras, I guess, are like radio stations that you can tune into, you can turn the volume up and down. But in particular, the Anahata is the space where you give love and you receive love. And thinking about that as a frequency, it kind of makes sense that the element is air. And the color of this chakra is green. And lotus petals, because we have been talking about the traditional um, images that you will see of the chakras when they're drawn uh, according to yogic traditions and so each chakra is like a beautiful lotus 
blooming and opening up and we started with four petals on the muladhara or the root chakra and now we're up to 12 on the heart chakra so the signifying statement of this chakra is i love because the primary function of this energy center is love and one of the biggest inhibitors of love is often grief loss abandonment rejection any experiences of those um of those i guess feelings situations circumstances um experiences is going to block this chakra or cause you to start monitoring how much love you're actually willing to receive and give um and so you know there are people who i mean we call them the word is martyr there are people who will give 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 at the expense of themselves and then you know uh, carry that as a cross that they bear um, there are other people who don't feel comfortable receiving and so they'll give, 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 not in martyrdom, but still at the expense of themselves. And then there are people who have an inability to give and they just seem to be absorbing, 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 taking, taking, taking. And all of these, well, I mean, the ability of, of giving and taking and that balance is all a result of whether you have experienced a kind of loss or um, grief that is causing you to shut that heart space down. So the front of the heart is how we give love and the back of the heart is how we receive. And I always think back, I don't know if you're a child of the 80s like myself, the Care Bears. And when you have all the Care Bears lined up, that cartoon and they do the care bear stare where their heart spaces like project big light beams of love out into the world. Like I always think about this chakra, like the care bear chakra <laughs> and the back of the heart. This, when I'm doing my energy work, is often like a shell on a lot of people, like a hard shell. And the ability to receive love is much, much harder than the ability to give it but we cannot truly manifest our dreams and desires if we don't have a complete and even cycle of giving love and receiving love of uh, giving generously and then of receiving generously everything is in balance and one of the key things to manifesting that a lot of people um, forget is that you have to be open and receptive to receiving the things that you're trying to manifest. So you can like physically, energetically, um, the back of your heart space needs to be open. And this is also the chakra where heaven and earth meet. So the bottom three chakras are generally considered the ones that are um, more earthly and tying us to those 3D reality elements. And the top three is where we're becoming more spiritual and we're on that stairway to heaven. And so the heart is the meeting place between the two. 
and so that's the uh, root chakra the sacral and the solar leading up to the heart and a lot of people I think I've mentioned this in one of the previous chats a lot of people I meet are kind of just stuck in those lower three chakras they're battling all of the things that um so you know it's survival are they just trying to survive or are they actually thriving which is the root chakra which means they can once they have that sense of safety and groundedness then they can move up and start working on anything that's going on in the sacral chakra which is all of our sexuality and our creativity and our fertility and our boundaries and our emotions and this is where we get caught up in all of those sort of sticky relationship um, patterns and programs and then we have to work through all of that and once we work through all of that we can move up into the solar plexus and that is our confidence our purpose our um, ability to move forward our ability to assert ourselves to literally get out there and not just take what we want but actually um, be in a position of self-actualization so we're aligned with what we want and then we come up into the heart space where we need to soften we need to soften from that masculine element of the solar plexus chakra where we're pushing, pushing, pushing and we've got all of this energy that we're expending out into the world trying to, um, not trying, but literally <laughs> transforming our desires into reality with all of that gorgeous fire, sun energy. And then we come up into the heart where we have to learn to soften and receive one of the hardest things. So this chakra, like the um, sacral chakra, the three sort of major attributes that I've broken it down into are very overlapping and it's hard to kind of be very definitive between the three, but I will try and the three attributes are healing self-acceptance or self-love and relationships and intimacy and um, I guess the thing is as I've mentioned before the sacral and the heart are feminine uh, energies and the root chakra and the solar plexus are more masculine energies and it's interesting how I've found the um, root and the solar much easier to have definite um, logical clear uh, very I guess defined <laughs> attributes versus when I'm in these feminine elements they all seem to be overlapping and swimming amongst each other and we have those very feminine aspects um, going on so talking about healing this is the chakra where we where we heal where through the process of healing we discover compassion and unconditional love um, this chakra is about balance it's about giving and receiving and it's about investigating how open 
or closed are you to love? Ultimately, we're all seeking it or we're all running away from it. It depends, I guess, on the circumstances that I suppose you were born into, the situations that you've lived through and to be honest, a lot of karma as well. What are you calling in or, or not even calling, literally bringing in from past lives um, that you need to resolve in this lifetime or that you're here to attempt to resolve so that your soul can learn that lesson and move on to new lessons. And this is where the aspect of soulmates comes in, in this chakra. Because when you're meeting people that you have these deep connections with, and we call them soulmates because they're people that we have um, traveled with in through previous lifetimes. And so your soulmates, they could be your best friends. They could be a family member. They could be a lover. They could be someone that you work with. They're the people that you meet where you just click. It just clicks and often you'll find a group of souls traveling together. You might find, um, I don't know, you might be a musician and, you know, your band, they're like your your roll dogs, you know, they're the people that you you would fight for through thick and thin, stronger than maybe your own family. You have this relationship with these five people that you're in a band with. You all came together at this, you know, point in your lives. I've talked about it in other podcasts how when I did my yoga teacher training and I fell into this beautiful group of of souls and we all felt that we knew each other. Well, by the end of the training, we certainly knew each other very well. But there was this sense of um, depth to the relationships that meant that those relationships have sustained long after um, that sort of training and that could be normal and typical for you, um, but you can probably think of lots of times where you've come together in a group situation and then also never spoken to people ever again. I have friends who do have no contact with the people they went through high school with. And then I am super tight with my high school girlfriend still 20 something years later because we were a group of souls. We were soulmates who came together and formed a bond that was just so tight we knew each other from past lives and then of course we have twin flames and that is uh, a whole other thing but when you meet that person who is literally your other half um, so all of those things soulmates twin flames relationships intimacy all of that stuff comes into the heart chakra and essentially the heart needs healing in order to um, maintain or achieve the um, other two attributes, which is self-acceptance slash self-love, let's just call it self-love, and re healthy relationships and intimacy. So I put healing first for that reason. However, some people would be like, well, I... Um, I've experienced, I have a low sense of self-worth, which means that I struggle in relationships. Um, and therefore, uh, yeah, you know what, let's, let's, um, <laughs> forget about that train of thought because I realized I was going to come back around and say exactly the same thing, which is number one, the most important attribute of this chakra is the ability to heal. I'm jumping in here because I want to ask you a question. 
Have you ever considered coaching and energy clearing as an option to support your personal healing journey? We often turn to therapy for unpacking the past, but what about what you want to create for your future? Coaching is a great tool for defining the action steps that will move you forward, and energy clearing removes the resistance to those action steps. So my unique offering called The Blend, which is a combination of the two, can be complementary to your deep dive into past traumas with your therapist, or used as a tool on its own to radically strip away the energetics that no longer serve you. So you can consciously define the parameters of your life. Because most people's lives are defined by the parameters of their mind, not the other way around. Coaching and energy clearing makes conscious what is unconscious so that you no longer are a servant to your outdated protective programming, noisy thought patterns, family energetics, and whatever else is going on inside your mind. So if you'd like to learn more about the blend and how it could support you transitioning into a more fulfilled version of yourself and your life, go to our website, which is also listed in the show notes of this episode at www.urbanascension.co, that's .co, not .com, and schedule a free half hour discovery call with me because I would love to chat about what's holding you back and how I can help you move forward. If you have experienced any kind of abandonment in your life, especially in your young life, if you've experienced the loss of a loved one at a young age, um, your heart chakra is going to experience some turmoil and potentially close down a little bit. Um, or even block itself off in order to protect you from the extreme feelings of grief uh, that you would have experienced at, at that young age and not had any capacity to deal with. And you can't exist in a space of grief. Um, and I, I don't want to say that children can't get depressed, but definitely as you get older, if you've closed off your heart chakra at a young age or alternatively, even in your adult life, had something happen to you that's, you know, the death of someone so, so dear to you. And it could potentially be the first time you've ever experienced any kind of real trauma or loss. And that also could send your heart into a, a space of complete shutdown. But feelings of depression come from a closed heart. And so someone from a young age growing up with a blocked off heart can be prone to depression as they grow. Um, and yeah, someone who's experiencing a closed off heart from the loss of a relationship or a loved one uh, later on in life can also fall into a depression. So divorce, broken homes, another big one of this chakra is betrayal. And I know personally, for me, that's been a cycle that I have played out over and over and over again in my life um, until I got to a point where I could really heal um, my betrayal cycle. And I think because it, the first time it happened to me, it happened to me quite young. It kind of got programmed in there. And so I was as much um, activating that cycle through the programming of my mental blueprint as I was needing to deal with it karmically. I do believe that that was a big one I had to move through in this lifetime in terms of karma. So hard heartedness versus 
soft heartedness and you know those people that you meet and they're just so gentle and warm and open and you just feel safe in their presence you want to be around them those are the people who have found balance in their heart space and we are drawn to these people like a moth to a flame when someone hugs you and you feel all of their warmth and they can hold that space. And I, I know that hugging is actually not comfortable for some people. For some people, even a warm, safe hug is still a very unsafe place to be for them. And again, that is that is moving through um, finding safety and security in the root chakra. That is dealing with any sort of um, sexual um, abuse in the sacral chakra. That is reclaiming your ability to feel empowered in the solar chakra. And so you can come into your heart space and actually stand inside a big warm hug. Receive it. Feel embraced and loved by it and give it back. I feel like I'm kind of like talking all over the place and not really finishing <laughs> sentences or thoughts in this chat today. But you know what? This is how the inspiration is coming. And this is just an overview. And I will be creating uh, a course uh, that is going to allow you to move through these chakras and break them down for yourself and actually begin your own healing journey using the chakras as a blueprint for that journey. So everything will be a lot more logical in that process, that step-by-step -step process. But I just wanted to give you this overview. So this is my way of saying, okay, if I'm just kind of like off on a thousand tangents right now, that's what's happening. Um, so ultimately, your healed and balanced heart chakra will lead you into a space of compassion and compassion is key for um, a healthy, healthy, healthy and happy life. When you have compassion and empathy is not a bad thing. Empathy is very important, but empathy is also when we um, when we can merge or identify or feel someone else's feelings empathy if you are like me um, an energy healer you'll have a very strong empathetic side that you've had to learn how to rein in and create boundaries and there are a lot of people in this world who have just very empathetic souls and they feel other people's pain and it's through this chakra that you're carrying the pain of the world the universe and other people but the healthy uh, expression of empathy is compassion. And compassion is when you uh, can hold space for another's pain, but not take it on yourself. And it's really important that we move into that space. And compassion is when, if everybody on this planet was healed in their heart chakras enough to move into a true space of compassion, there would be no war. Because how 
how can you bomb someone else or terrorize their people or or cause them loss such loss um through murder and pillaging and raping and killing and all of the things when you're if you have compassion if you're thinking about if you're thinking about their people their mothers themselves the lives that these other souls are on this planet to live compassion is your ability to see someone as yourself or yourself in someone else so healing is pretty much the main focus of this chakra moving into us moving you into a space of balance between your ability to give love and receive love and manifest your dreams through being that vessel of receptivity but also through having compassion and therefore just naturally feeling the initiative to do kind and loving acts for other people and self-worth is something that really comes from a healed heart chakra and I know that um, self-worth is a big one, like self-esteem is a big one uh, in the solar plexus that we talked about last week. But I guess uh, maybe I should rephrase it. And I did say earlier we were going to label it self-love because self-love, yes, when we're doing um, our self-care practices, everyone likes to talk about self-love, self-care. And absolutely, it's how worthy of love and attention, whether it is your own attention that you're carving out a space in your week for yourself to have a spa day, take a nap, read a book, go for a walk, meditate, um, watch a movie, whatever it is that is part of your self-care and your self-love. But more than that is how worthy do you feel of love? And in this chakra, that will be related to conditional love versus unconditional love and the need to feel validated through the love of another um, or the ability to feel worthy of love without necessarily needing to take it from someone else. Uh, it's also about are you manipulating people for love and Manipulation obviously has a very negative connotation to it, but are you trying to win someone's love? Are you trying to buy someone's love? Are you trying to are you trying to rescue someone in order to receive their love? All of those things indicate that you just don't naturally feel worthy of receiving love. And again, it comes back to that receptivity. Is the back of your heart space open? And are you allowing all of that love to come into your heart? And that is self, the, the very basis of self-love is how much love do you allow yourself to receive? And so if you have had, con if your love was conditional, so as a child, you you wouldn't question if your parents loved you or not but there may have been some conditions if if you do if you get straight a's if you you know or it might have been it's little could be little comments along the way like your 
dad expressed his um, his pr- pride and his joy the most when you were winning at your sporting um, game, team, match, whatever. And when you would look over and you would see him so involved in your life, cheering you on and you scored a goal or a try and and he erupted with joy. But maybe in his own life, that was his only space of being emotional. And so you started to feel that his love was conditional based on you winning at your sporting game. And even that in itself is not only teaching you how to love and giving you a program for love, but it's also um, potentially, I mean, trauma, trauma is a big word because there are people who have experienced a lot of trauma, but also what I'm learning as I get older is that you can have a parent who loves you deeply, but due to their own um their own blockages and programming they weren't able to express it freely and if there's not a free give and take or warmth and safety as a child you're going to feel on edge you're not sure which version of your parent you're going to get that day and even though they they clothe you feed you um pay for all of everything that you need Um, even if they are loving towards you most of the time, if there are those moments when they're withheld or you just, you're questioning that moment, like what, what version of my parent am I going to get right now? Then that love, that's going to become a trauma of sorts and, it's going to be programmed into you and therefore you're not sure if you just being who you are is worthy of love and therefore as someone who generally is driven to want to feel love and receive love we can become obsessed and obsessed over receiving someone else's love and needing them to validate us in our own relationships as we get older again I feel like I'm talking around and around and around but there's the psychology of the chakras is so so deep uh, and so interesting but self-love of course um, an unbalanced uh, heart chakra is going to I guess, display itself or present itself as someone who doesn't feel so worthy of love. And so balancing this chakra and going through the healing and dealing with the grief of the loss of the childhood we would have liked to have had or the pain that was either consciously or unconsciously inflicted on us by a parent, um, all of those things are going to lead to us having either a healthy Uh, heart chakra space or an unhealthy heart chakra space and I guess unhealthy just means are you blocked how blocked is that space and I literally when I'm doing energy sessions will feel I will feel these blockages and when a heart opens up and the energy is suddenly set free it is the most beautiful experience that I will have inside an energy session it's such a yummy chakra and of course, this all leads us into relationships and intimacy. 
But a new element that I want to bring in, because I've talked a lot about um, trying to validate ourselves through this chakra, um, whether, you know, manipulation or dealing with conditional love versus unconditional love. But a nice part of this chakra is moving into a space of devotion, sacred union. Um, It's all about the level at which you're loving. So are you having or are you capable of a heart-based relationship and in your intimacy? So when you are in that sacral chakra and you're exploring sexually with someone, Have you had the ability or do you have the ability to connect your heart space to that? And are you moving into uh, a sexual relationship that is deeply connected from the heart as much as it is just a physical? I hope this episode has inspired you to keep going on what can sometimes be a tough road to inner peace and true happiness. If you want to dive deeper into what we talked about today, go to thehealingcocoon.co for show notes and all things personal growth. And don't forget, if you're loving The Healing Cocoon, then put that love into action and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. And until next time, my friends, let's rise and shine together.